Vaqf Properties and Tribunals, the Vaqf Act 1995 amended. Vaqf Act 1995 defines Vaqf as the permanent dedication by any person of any movable or immovable property for any purpose recognized by the Muslim law as pious, religious or charitable, and includes a Vaqf by the user, by any name indicative as Vaqf in revenue records, by grants, inam, including mashrutul khidmat, and family Vaqf to the extent to which the property is dedicated for any purpose recognized by Muslim law as pious, religious or charitable, sadqah. In Sayyid Ali and Huaris versus Andhra Pradesh Vaqf Board and Huaris In an appeal against H.C. judgment of Andhra Pradesh in the matter related to Sayyid Ali Ishq Madani Wali Darga having about A.C. 358-53 CTS Land in Devuda Moksa village covered by title deed no. 42. It was alleged by the Vaqf Board that the aforesaid property was endowed by the Nizam of Hyderabad for support and the services of the Darga in the port area of district Vishakhapatnam. The Supreme Court in a landmark judgment in 1998, it may be stated that a waqf is a permanent dedication of property for purposes recognized by Muslim law as pious religious or charitable and the property having been found as waqf would always retain its character as a waqf. In other words, once a waqf always a waqf and the grant of patta in favor of moksadar under the Inams Act does not, in any manner, nullify the earlier dedication made of the property constituting the same as waqf. After a waqf had been created, it continues to be so for all time to come and further continues to be governed by the provisions of the Waqf Act. The institution of Waqf in Islam is a voluntary contribution the aim of which is to finance a variety of projects that enable the Muslim community to alleviate poverty, improve the quality of life, increase productivity, and promote knowledge and understanding. From a development perspective, Okaf stimulates economic activities through voluntary expenditures which contribute to job creation and entrepreneurship. The development of Okaf institutions is due to the need and the demand from Muslim communities. In short, the motivation behind Okaf is to give repeating philanthropy that creates consistent income flow to the poor. Waqf properties are a treasure trove bestowed on the community that can benefit to the community and society at large. A person interested in a waqf, as defined by Section 3 of the Act, is in a hibernation state. The general attitude and his thought process are in a dormant state. He fails to take the initiative in contributing to bring about the change with the help of the Act. This thought process needs to change and it is the moral duty of a person interested in a waqf to be a real custodian, protector, and helper in matters of waqf, within the ambit of the Act. The Waqf Act is very robust legislation, though there may be some contradictions and shortfalls, in general, it is excellent legislation. The duties and obligations of all officers, stakeholders are well defined. There are penalties for violation of the Act, and deliration of duties, as the officers, stakeholders are deemed to be public servants. Believers
be upholders of justice and bearers of witness to the truth for the sake of Allah, even though it may either be against yourselves or your parents and kinsmen, or the rich or the poor, for Allah is more concerned with their well-being than you are. Do not, then, follow your desires lest you keep away from justice. If you twist or turn away from the truth, know that Allah is well aware of all that you do. Quran 4135 Translation by Maududi The Holy Quran teaches us you cannot be a bystander when you are a witness to injustice. You will be answerable for your response to Almighty Allah. So do what needs to be done within the ambit of law and leave the outcome to Allah. Islamic accountability recognizes that human beings are accountable primarily to Allah and secondarily to the Ummah for efficient management of properties entrusted to them. Waqf estates are donated by Waqif and are managed by Mutawilis. First, we will understand what the Act covers related to Waqf properties and tribunals and if there is a violation, the board, through the CEO and other governmental authorities, has all the powers to recover the waqf properties. If the board is unaware of violation of the Act, then a person interested in a waqf needs to bring to the attention of the board, CWC, Central Waqf Council, the Principal Secretary of Minority Department, and diligently follow up until its resolution before seeking justice from the tribunal or High Court or Supreme Court. Sections in the Act concerning Waqf properties and tribunals refer to Act to read the full corresponding sections stated below. Section 3 Definitions, e.e., inserted by Act 27 of 2013, encroacher means any person or institution, public or private, occupying Waqf property, in whole or part, without the authority of law and includes a person whose tenancy, lease, or license has expired or has been terminated by Mutwalli or the board, I, Mutwalli any person, committee or corporation for the time being managing or administering any waqf or waqf property. Section 6. Disputes regarding Okaf. 1. If any question arises whether a particular property specified as waqf property in the list of okaf is waqf property or not or whether a waqf specified is a Shia waqf or Sunni waqf, the board or the mutwalli of the waqf or any person aggrieved may institute a suit in a tribunal for the decision of the question and the decision of the tribunal in respect of such matter shall be final. Provided that no such suit shall be entertained by the tribunal after the expiry of one year from the date of the publication of the list of Okaf. 2. Notwithstanding anything contained in subsection, 1. No proceeding under this Act in respect of any waqf shall be stayed by reason only of the pendency of any such suit or any appeal or other proceeding arising out of such suit. 3. The Survey Commissioner shall not be made a party to any suit under subsection, 1. And no suit, prosecution or other legal proceedings shall lie against him in respect of anything which is in good faith done intended to be done in pursuance of this Act, or any rules made in thereinder. 4. 
The list of waqf shall unless it is modified in pursuance of a decision of the tribunal under subsection 1 be final and conclusive. 5 on and from the commencement of this act in a state no suit or other legal proceeding shall be instituted or commenced in a court in that state concerning any question referred to in subsection 1 comment section 107 supersedes the expiry of one year in the above subsection 1 section 6 of the limitation act does not apply in matters of waqf article 136 of the limitation act 1963 prescribed the period of limitation for executing the decree other than a decree of injunction like 12 years but the provision of section 107 of waqf act 1995 barred the provision of application of limitation act 1963 the provisions of section 107 prevent waqf property under a plea of adverse possession section 7 power of tribunal to determine disputes regarding okaf the tribunal has jurisdiction to decide regarding any question related to waqf property even after the commencement of this act and publication of the list of okaf again limitation act does not apply in matters of waqf to except where the tribunal has no jurisdiction by reason of the provisions of subsection 5 no proceeding under the section in respect of any waqf shall be stayed by any court tribunal or other authority by reason only of the pendency of any suit application or appeal or other proceeding arising out of any such suit application appeal or other proceedings subsection 3 the chief executive officer shall not be made a party to any application under subsection 1 subsection 4 the list of okaf and where any such list is modified in pursuance of a decision of the tribunal under subsection 1 the list as so modified shall be final 5 the tribunal shall not have jurisdiction to determine any matter which is the subject matter of any suit or proceeding instituted or commenced in a civil court under subsection 1 of section 6 before the commencement of this act or which is the subject matter of any appeal from the decree passed before such commencement in any such suit or proceeding or of any application for revision or review arising out of such suit proceeding or appeal as the case may be subsection 6 the tribunal shall have the powers of assessment of damages by the unauthorized occupation of waqf property and to penalize such unauthorized occupants for their illegal occupation of the waqf property and to recover the damages as arrears of land revenue through the collector provided that whosoever being a public servant fails in his lawful duty to prevent or remove an encroachment shall on conviction be punishable with a fine which may extend to 15000 rupees for each such offence comment a bare reading of section 6 and seven extracted above shows that the language employed therein appears to have deflected the attention of many a court without exception a careful look at the scheme of the act would show that the act is divided into nine chapters chapter 2 which contains sections 4 to 8 is primarily concerned with the survey of wax sections 6 and 7 are incidental to the scheme of chapter 2 alone 
which is why they speak only about two questions namely, i. Whether a particular property specified as a VAKF property in the list of VAKs is a VAKF property or not, and 2. Whether a VAKF specified in such list is a Shia VAKF or Sunni VAKF. While Section 4 contemplates a preliminary survey of all VAKs in the state, Section 5, 2, speaks about the publication of the list of VAKs, separately for Shia and Sunni, in the official gazette. Since Sections 6 and 7 follow Sections 4 and 5, they refer only to the aforesaid two questions. In other words, the questions relevant for Sections 4 and 5 alone are dealt with in Sections 6 and 7, and hence the discussion regarding the jurisdiction of the Waqf Tribunal should not start and end with Sections 6 and 7. Under Section 101 1. The Survey Commissioner, Members of the Board, Every officer, every auditor of the board, and every other person duly appointed to discharge any duties imposed on him by this Act, or any rule or order made thereunder, shall be deemed to be public servants within the meaning of Section 21 of Indian Penal Code, 45 of 1860. 2. Every Mutwalli of a Waqf, every member of the Managing Committee, whether constituted by the board or under any deed of VAKF, every executive officer and every person holding any office in a VAKF shall also be deemed to be a public servant. Part of Section 16 Disqualification for being appointed or for continuing as a member of the board, subsection DA, inserted by Act 27 of 2013 he has been held guilty of encroachment on any VAKF property. Part of Section 32 Powers and Functions of the Board, Subsection L, to call for such returns, statistics, accounts and other information from the mutabilis concerning the VAKF property as the Board may, from time to time, require, Subsection M, to inspect, or cause an inspection of, VAKF properties, accounts, records or deeds and documents relating thereto, subsection N, to investigate and determine the nature and extent of VAKF and VAKF property, and to cause, whenever necessary, a survey of such VAKF property. Under subsection 4, 5 and 6, the board to ask Mutwalli to develop potential VAKF property, if Mutwalli is unable to do so, the board on its own shall develop the VAKF property and, after all, expenses have been recouped. The board to hand over the developed VAKF property to the Mutwalli. Section 33 Powers of inspection by chief executive officer or persons authorized by him To examine whether, because of any failure or negligence on the part of a Mutwalli in the performance of his executive or administrative duties, any loss or damage has been caused to any VAKF or VAKF property, the chief executive officer, or any other person authorized by him in writing, with the prior approval of the board, may inspect all movable and immovable properties, which are VAKF properties, and all records, correspondences, plans, accounts and other documents relating. Thereto. Any person aggrieved by the order may approach tribunal, and the order of the tribunal shall be final. Part of Section 36, Registration Subsection, 
7. On receipt of an application for registration, the board may, before the registration of the VAKF, make such inquiries as it thinks fit in respect of the genuineness and validity of the application and correctness of any particulars therein, and when the application is made by any person other than the person administering the VAKF property, the board shall, before registering the VAKF, give notice of the application to the person administering the VAKF property and shall hear him if he desires to be heard. Section 39 Powers of Board Concerning OCAF, which have ceased to exist. After receipt of an inquiry by the CEO, the board is satisfied that the VAKF has ceased to exist. The board shall direct that any property or funds about such VAKF which has been recovered shall be applied or utilized for the renovation of any VAKF property and where there is no need for making any such renovation or where utilization of the funds for such renovation is not possible, be appropriated to any of the purposes specified in subclause 3 of clause E of subsection 2 of Section 32 Comment Surplus funds to be applied for VAKF or to a similar objective of a VAKF. Section 40. Decision if a property is VAKF property. The board may itself collect information regarding any property of any trust or society registered in pursuance of the Indian Trusts Act, 1882, 2 of 1882, or under the Society's Registration Act, 1860, 21 of 1860 or under any other act, is VAKF property which it has reason to believe to be VAKF property, and whether a VAKF is a Sunni VAKF or a Shia VAKF it may, after making such inquiry as it may deem fit, and pass order unless it is revoked or modified by the tribunal. Provided that in all such cases, a notice of the action proposed to be taken under this subsection shall be given to the authority by whom the trust or society had been registered. Section 51 Lease of any immovable property, which is VAKF property, shall be void unless such lease is effected with the prior sanction of the board. Section 51 IA Inserted by Act 27 of 2013 Any sale, gift, exchange, mortgage, or transfer of VAKF property shall be void up in issue. The board by a majority of tutors take up development of VAKF property through such agency and in such manner as the board may determine. Any acquisition of VAKF properties for a public purpose under the Land Acquisition Act, 1894 or any other law relating to the acquisition of land needs to be made in consultation with the board provided also that it shall not be in contravention of the places of public worship, special provisions, Act, 1991, the land is being acquired, shall be undisputedly for a public purpose, no alternative land is available, and to safeguard adequately the interest and objective of the VAKF, the compensation shall be at the prevailing market value or a suitable land with reasonable solation instead of the acquired property. Section 52 Any immovable property of a VAKF registered under Section 36 has been transferred without the previous sanction of the board in contravention of the provisions of Section 51 or Section 56 
the board may send requisition to the collector within whose jurisdiction the property is situated to obtain and deliver possession of the property to the board.